Hey everyone, I'm Alex Cantor. And I'm Lily Rosenthal. Welcome to our podcast, Hot Pastrami. We are coming to you from our favorite booth at Cantor's Deli here in LA. We're going to invite some of our friends to join us for a chat over some matzo ball soup and pastrami sandwiches. So join us for new episodes of Hot Pastrami every week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts. See you soon. Bye. Hey everybody, it's Adam Ray for the About Last Night podcast. How are you? Happy Thursday. Hope your week's been great. Uh, thank you to everyone who's been coming out to the shows on the Adam Divine Weird Live Tour. We're having a blast. Shows have been killer. These venues are just fucking incredible. Fans are great. Um, some pod fans coming up to me. That's dope. Uh, a lot of ALN shirts that I've been seeing. Sign some shirts. Uh, no boobs, but just shirts. But hey, something to work up towards. Um, thank you to everyone who's been coming out. And uh, keep uh, keep coming. I think... The shows all might be sold out, but, uh, you know, who knows? We're going to continue to do our Facebook living pre-show, so keep following me on Facebook uh, on my fan page so you can see the behind the scenes uh, before the show starts and uh, and see what it's like. See what we're doing backstage pre-show, you know? See how crazy it gets. Um, Today's episode, man, what a comic, what a talent, what a musician. Uh, One of the most... Brilliant, I'll say brilliant writers in the comedy game. Our guest has written for American Idol, uh, TBS's Deal With It, uh, uh, the Game Show Network's Idiot Test with Ben Glebe, which Brad and I uh, were on, and, and that'll be out soon. Um, he He's written for Russell Peters, for Dane Cook, for The Tonight Show. He's been on The Tonight Show. Uh, he's an incredible musician, which we get into, his backstory of, of being in a band in his early days in, uh, in Detroit and how he fused comedy and music together. He then uh, serenades us with a handful of original songs that are so fucking funny. Uh, if you get a chance, you got to go see this guy live. Uh, and this was his ALN debut, and we've been trying to do it for a while, and it was uh, a real fucking treat, and I know you guys are going to love it. So uh, enjoy this episode with the very funny J. Chris Newberg. It's right, baby. J. Chris Newberg. Uh, he's hilarious on Twitter. His, uh, his albums on iTunes are hilarious. So type J. Chris Newberg in on iTunes and enjoy his, uh, his comedy music. And go see him live whenever you get a chance. Uh, on Twitter, he is uh, the Chris Army is his, is his Twitter handle. So follow him on Twitter. Follow me on Twitter at Adam Ray Comedy. Follow Brad at Funny Brad. Uh, at Alan Podcast on Twitter. At Alan Podcast on Instagram. Uh, Adam Ray Comedy on Instagram. Brad Williams Comic on Instagram. Uh, the merch is up on aboutlastnightpodcast.com, so go there uh, for all the merch. That's where it will now live, uh, on the podcast site. So go there, get it, get your shirts, bring them to the shows, and we will sign them. Speaking of shows, uh, of course, I'm on the Adam Devine uh, tour, tickets at livenation.com, through March 4th, and then I get back to L.A., where we close out the tour at the Wiltern on March 4th, and then I hit the road. Uh, New York at Gotham Comedy Club, March 10th to the 12th. Addison Improv in Dallas, March 16th to the 18th. And then the St. Louis Funny Bone, March 24th through the 26th. All that info and tickets at AdamRayTV.com. Brad Williams is on the road uh, this weekend. Where the fuck is Brad? Uh, oh, Brad, that's right. Good Nights. Good Nights Comedy Club in Raleigh, North Carolina. Uh, go see Bradley, Raleigh, North Carolina, February 23rd through the 25th at Good Nights Comedy Club. Uh, and then Brad will be headlining the D.C. Improv in Washington, D.C., March 2nd through the 4th. Get your tickets at improv.com. And, of course, Brad and I are both going to be in Utah, um, Salt Lake City, uh, at the Wise Guys Comedy Club for a live ALN podcast. So pumped. Uh, get your tickets at wiseguyscomedy.com uh, and come see us March 8th, Wise Guys Comedy Club. 
ALN Live, baby. Our guest is going to be Marcus. Uh, he finished second on last comic standing. A brilliant impressionist, brilliant musician. That's going to be a lot of fun. So get your tickets and come party. Of course, also subscribe to my other podcast, Good Call, with uh, my buddy Josh Wolf, who's been a guest on ALN. We were just featured on iTunes with Sports Nation host Michelle Beadle as our guest. That episode is fucking incredible. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast on iTunes. Uh, give it a five-star rating. Comment on the iTunes page. Tweet at us at GoodCallPod1 and tell us how much you're digging it. Um, it's a lot of fun, man. Sports and comedy without all the crunching of the numbers. Michelle Beadle is this week. Joey McIntyre is on in a few weeks after that. And, uh, and more uh, great uh, athletes that Josh is pulling for us uh, coming up in the coming weeks. So subscribe to Good Call on iTunes as well as about last night. And tell your friends, tell your family, a lot of funny out there, go grab it. About last night and good call on iTunes, all right? All right, now that we've got the tour dates out of the way, that's the merch info. Those are the Twitter handles. Sit back, relax, and enjoy a brand new episode of the About Last Night podcast with the very funny J. Chris Newberg. Well, the weekend's over, so it's time to chat about it. Got a midget and a juice, so why don't you sit down and... How was your day? I did jury duty. What? I saw that on Instagram. You... Yep, I was there at 7.45. <laughs> and you actually went? I went. Showed you, up. You didn't find a way to get out of it? No, I'd be like... That says a lot about you. Well, you know, I just stood in it and I want to be done. And I stayed there for the whole day and they dismissed me at four. D- is there... Did they tell you why you were dismissed? Well, are we on right now or no? Yep. Oh, we are? Yep. Just, yeah. We just start? Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah we just go. No, it's cool. Uh, no, it's so funny because whenever you talk to somebody about jury duty, they all have myths. They're like, oh, I dressed up as Princess Leia, and I just totally got out. <laughs> oh, I talked about the Illuminati, and they dismissed me immediately. If I were a judge and somebody dressed up as Princess Leia, I'd be like, no, you have to stay now, because yeah. I yeah. want to know. I want to know how she would uh, rule in this case. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but um, no, they uh, they don't really give you an opportunity. They, like, they give you an entire hour presentation about don't even fucking try it. It's like, oh, really? if you're deathly ill, you need a doctor's note. If you're unemployed and you're, it's going to be a fight and a financial hardship, that's not good enough. All of these different things. So <laughs> if this is going to make you poor, that's not a good enough excuse? No, nope, because it's only for five days. Wow. And you get paid $15 a day plus 34 cents a mile if you make it to the second day. <laughs> First day, you make nothing. You can postpone it, but if you postpone it, it's all the way to April. You only get one postponement. Jesus. Wow. And I guess you thought to yourself, like, well, I'm a comic. Yep. I'm not going on, to, you know, at 10 o'clock in the morning, so right. I guess I'm free. I, I guess I should go do this. Yeah, and I was totally fine. I had nothing going on, so I just, I stayed, I was ready oh, for man. the week. Well, so what happened? Nothing. No, the case. Oh, nothing. I didn't even get to see anyone. I sat in a room, like, with a bunch, like, they said 10,000 people a day get called in Los Angeles and different counties. Wow. For jurors. There's that much shit happening daily that we need to discuss. I think so, yeah. And take care of. Apparently. But, I mean, they only called, like, 39 jurors. I was not one of them. Fuck, man. So they give you an hour and a half lunch, a half hour break. You're there at 745. You're released at 5. 
It's. I mean, that's a full I mean, day. Yeah, it's not a bad gig. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's like. I, are there I'm, professional jurors? Are there people that are like the same way? They're like people that are people that are like extras for all the TV shows. You know, is there like somebody that goes from court oh, to courtroom? Yeah, just like yeah, because we've seen people that are in the studio audience of like multiple shows. It's just kind of what they do, right? And you're, you're just kind of like, don't you have a job? Or something that you could go to besides being in the audience of the that Tonight Show job. every yeah. single night? They're like, no, that's what I do. It's not really like a great wage, though, $15 <laughs> a day. I mean, you'd have to really love the law. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that, that's just like, it, but you go through the jury process, and I, I don't know, did, did, did you watch The People versus O.J. Simpson on, a little bit uh, of it. On, on, on FX? Yeah. You watch that, and the, the jurors, by the end of it, we're like, well, one of the reasons why we voted so quickly is that we'd been doing this for almost a year. Right. Like, we're done. Mm-hmm. We're out. We want to go home. We want to see our families. We want to, like, watch TV. Because like, they couldn't watch TV. Right. They, they 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 were just stuck up in hotel rooms. They couldn't... The internet w- wasn't really a thing. Yeah. Like, they just had to... They were kind of trapped. Like, I could totally see why they were just like, yeah, fuck it. Not guilty. I'm out. Right. Have see you yourself ya. committed crimes? Me, I have. Uh, yes, or, I have. Or was the the like you know the young uh, J. Chris Newberg a troublemaker? Uh, no, I, I I think I blew like a point three seven or something ridiculous when I was twenty two years old. I literally fell asleep in an intersection in uh, Detroit. Like I I just decided I was like I was engaged and like we broke it off. And I was like, tonight I'm going to drink all the vodka. <laughs> and I literally got in my car and I had a bottle okay, of vodka. Okay, so you were in a car. I was in a car. Yeah, you weren't just standing in the middle no, of the intersection. No, no, no. And I like literally drove my car. I was in the middle of Eight Mile in Woodward. And I fell asleep and I guess I just parked my car. And then like people were honking. And I kept <laughs> thinking it was the alarm clock. And I just kept hitting the dashboard to like <laughs> try to hit it off. That drunk I mean, I'm glad you stopped yeah. and went to sleep. No that's, yeah. that's, that's better than the alternative. I, it was the dumbest thing I've ever done. But I mean, yeah. at the time, it seemed like a really smart idea. <laughs> was Were you a comedian at that point when you had no, gone through that no, breakup? Uh-uh, I was still in a band. Yeah. You were in a band? Yeah. Called what? We were called the Voodoo Hippies. Yes. I found that out. I did some research on you. (laughs) And the Voodoo Hippies, which... All right, like we have a we have an ongoing joke on this show where whenever someone says like two or three words that are completely random together, we go, "Oh, I hear they're playing Coachella." Right. Like it's like if you were like, "Man, that's a terrible fart excuse." You'd be like, "Fart excuse is actually playing at the Troubadour right. on Saturday." Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's just sort of an ongoing joke we have. But so like, but the Voodoo Hippies sounds like something that we would come that's up an incredible with. Incredible band name. Yeah, that's pretty. Who 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 came up with that? Uh, myself and the guitar player, the original guitar player Dave. Mm-hmm. We were at a party and we we're like, let's call ourselves the Wild and sometimes crazy voodoo hippies. <laughs> Can I be honest? Also, a great, oh, yeah. oh, voodoo hippies after that. Yeah. Oh, and then you just, and then and, just, and then just shortened it. Yeah, and then at first it was, first it was V-O-O-D-O, then we just V-O-D-O, then we made it both use. Mm-hmm. And that's when the magic began. <laughs> how how uh, did you sing and play guitar? I played uh, guitar and backup. I started mm-hmm. off in bass, and then I moved to rhythm, and then I just I was saying backup. And prior to that band, your musical experience was what? Nothing. I uh, I discovered my love of uh, wanting to play guitar when I saw Guns N' Roses and Zodiac Mind Warp and the Love Reaction in 1985 Holy play at the shit. State Theater in Detroit. Yeah. Wow. Twenty seven hundred people. So what did that do to you? I was like, I this is a good job. Like I want to do this. Well, sure. You see, I mean, you see Guns N' Roses in the 80s. Yeah. That's like. 
That's it, it man. Was, it was so historic. It was the actual day Sweet Child of Mine was released as a single. Whoa, oh. man. And then they probably just pumped that and slashed with that incredible guitar solo. It was amazing. It was yeah. Just, yeah, it was just like one of the... I, I don't think I'll ever see a concert like that when everyone's like, oh, I'm going to see, go see him at Dodger Stadium 30 years later. I'm like, nope. No, I saw him in the 80s yeah. back when they cared. 85. <laughs> you really can't have that distinction where it's like seeing a band, like having a show that's so epic that you're like... Yeah, I'm still gonna be a fan. I'll prop. Maybe I'll go see him again, but like, maybe I won't because you. They you peaked. You, yeah, yeah. And you can yeah. hold on to something so hard that you're almost like, I don't want to replace that, right? Yeah, yeah. It's a uh, you know, it's, it's like if they it went, when they made the Three Ninjas sequel, right. I was like, I can't go see the Three Ninjas sequel because I saw the original Three yeah. uh, Three Three Ninjas. Not gonna hold and, up. And uh, Colt, Rocky, and Tum Tum, uh, they will always live in my heart. And uh, that was always the original three, and nothing could ever be nothing could ever be better than that. Rocky and Tum Tum also just added <laughs> to Coachella. <laughs> <laughs> They're a new EDM group. Yeah, <laughs> pretty uh, solid. Have uh, I mean you? Have you done music uh, or comedy festivals? Uh, back when I was with the band, we did a bunch of comedy festivals. Yeah. I have not been able to get on them yet. But <laughs> uh, but you've but I mean like you've played for crowds that are pretty much comedy festival size. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, way bigger than comedy festival. I mean, I, I assume like we we did some dates with Leonard Skinner back in the day, and like we did some dates what? with Oasis, and like what? Yes. Yeah, so, okay, like. Pre or post Wonderwall Oasis? Uh, actually, Wonder like Wonderwall was the single Oasis. Wow! So they were breaking. Wow! And that? and I mean, it was amazing. I, I mean, in terms of stories, you hear legendary ones between Liam and Noel. Did, were you witness to any of that or anything you're allowed to say? Yeah, no, it was funny. We were told uh, when we booked the gig, uh, we booked the first gig. Um, again, it was at the state, and we were told we weren't allowed to talk to him. So we're like, all right. So we weren't going to talk to him. And then so halfway through the show, the whole band stands stage right. And they're like standing <laughs> on the side, just staring yeah. at us. Yeah. So it was a little unnerving. Right. And then we finished. We played the whole show. And like, obviously, we're like, we weren't sure if we did anything wrong. We finished the show. Noel knocks on our door. We open it up and we, we don't say anything. Mm-hmm. It was a like, great show. Come to, our, come to our party afterwards. Keep talking. There it is. And um, so we kept, we... Uh, <laughs> There, 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 it's there, there, yeah, it's this is the halftime show of the About Last Night yeah, podcast. Halftime. Uh, Lady Gaga just showed up. Yes, and and delivered her color changing drones. Nice or weed. <laughs> I was trying to be. No, I do not have a weed delivery girl. But um, did a pretty girl just give me a box of weed? Yeah, maybe, maybe. No, <laughs> no, no, no. That didn't happen. No, dear the mind. Hey, I'm straight edge. Uh, so so they tell you, so, so the, they invited us to the party. Yes. Uh, and then we get to the party, and it's like everything you could see, like a cartoon Sodom and Gomorrah craziness, like leather, like psychiatrist chairs, the whole thing, like yeah. people fanning each other. And I, of course, proceed to get pretty confident. Uh, uh, is, that, is that a good word for drunk? Yeah, I was yeah. pretty confident. <laughs> I like that. What you a know great what? Way to describe yeah, it. like yeah. you know what? Uh, I'm get confident as fuck tonight. Yeah, <laughs> I like that. Yeah, I got confident, and uh, I approached Liam, uh, who was laying down talking to a very attractive girl, mm-hmm. and uh, I just said, "Great show, man! Thanks for letting us open up for you." And he is laying <clears throat> like in a like talking to a psychiatrist position. Yeah, and he lifts his foot up and he goes, "Shake my foot, mate." And I was like, fuck, well, if I shake his <laughs> foot, I'm an asshole, you know? Yeah. Like, and if I don't, I'm probably getting kicked out of the party. Yeah, with his hand. Yeah. 
So I literally lifted my leg up and I high-fived him with my foot. Hilarious. And then I was like, cool. And he just started laughing and he rolled over and I was like, okay, I'm leaving. Can I just... Oh, I, went to the, I didn't leave the party. I just left the area. Left, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was it. Well, still, that's, that's a damn good Oasis story. Yeah, it was fun. And you to have the presence of mind to kind of think of a joke in that manner before because you don't want to be the opening band that literally shakes his foot because he says so yeah i didn't i couldn't have done that but i'm so glad i was like still agile enough to touch the foot well that's what happens when you get confident (laughs) confidence helps sometimes (laughs) were you funny guy in high school growing up and then in the that carry over to the band or where did you start to get that like bug for it or start to like make people laugh and, and recognize like oh shit there's i've got something going here I don't even know if I have it yet. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I, I disagree. I, I don't. I don't think I knew in high school. I, was, I think. Well, I didn't figure it out until. I mean, I would do things like if I would think of something that was funny, mm-hmm. I would say, "Oh, I heard this great joke." Yeah. And I would tell it under the guise that it was somebody else who told it, or I heard it somewhere, right? To see if it was funny, mm-hmm. and then eventually becoming frustrating. I mean, the band itself was just such comedy because it was so spinal tappy near the end that you. I just got sort of into the frustrated funny part of it because you yeah. know comedy frustration just breathes yeah funny, you have to breathes funny. yeah because it, it it helps you deal with it so yeah. when you're traveling in a van i'm assuming yeah all over all over the country yep and uh playing gigs and a guy goes oh yeah you sold it out but uh we're not paying you yeah and then you're like oh so what do we do here and they're like oh you leave because yeah. uh <laughs> that's nothing else you can do yeah we had a lot of those we yeah a lot of those fun stories did you enjoy the road though I did. I still love the road. Yeah. I mean, it's great. It's so much. It was so much more fun, and it's still much. It's so much more fun with people. Like yeah. when you go, like when you went out on that tour, and you got to go with your buddy. Yeah. It was great. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just like when we're by ourselves, it's not as cool. Right. And it's like you're drinking with strangers. Yeah. Every yeah. night. And sometimes that is. I mean, I I try to pick like one night of the weekend, and sometimes it ends up being all the nights right. where I'm like, I want to go out and get confident. Yeah. And, uh, and confident with the staff. Yeah. yeah. Com- with the staff, I feel like is imperative. Like yeah. Yeah. early on, I was like, man, if I can get comfortable with the people that are running this place, it's going to make me more comfortable to do my thing on stage because right. I know that if they like me, they're going to really they're going to do their thing. Um, yeah, they're going to try to defend you, and they're yeah, going to try to make sure that the show is good. Totally. You know, not, yeah. ye- not yell out and if there's during a, the show because they're like, I don't give a fuck about this guy. For sure. If there's asshole customers, I bet they're going to treat them with a little more, just res- uh, handle it more respectfully because they're like, oh, I don't want to fuck up this guy's mojo. I don't sure. know. I would like to think that. But also, uh, sometimes you drink with strangers because like there's nothing to do, and maybe mm-hmm. they have an in at a shuffleboard uh, table bar in Bloomington, Illinois, which happened to me, and I ended up being there all night, and then yep. I went to some weird house party and convinced a guy to date a girl and build a treehouse, and he did both things, and they're getting married. That's awesome. Uh, but, <laughs> I mean, that's a once-in-a-lifetime thing. But also, <laughs> sometimes you can go party with strangers, and then it's like the worst, and you're like, I hate my life. Comedy yep. sucks. I need to get off the road. Yeah, but I mean, if, I, I don't know. You take the good with the bad, right? Like, yeah. I mm-hmm. mean, last week I was in um, uh, Chattanooga at the Comedy Catch, and it's a great club. I've yeah. never heard of it. Have you ever played there? No, but I've heard of it. It's mm-hmm. so great. I recommend it. Um, it's always it's like busy all every night. Big yeah. club, whatever. Awesome. So the last night I'm there. Uh, one of the bartenders is like, and you know, and she's got like a face, like she has facial piercings. So she says, "Do you want to go to a house party?" And of course, I fly out in five hours. Why wouldn't I want to go to a house party? <laughs> you know. God. And so she's like, "All right, well, do you want to do a breakfast shot first? And I go, "What's a breakfast shot?" And she goes, "Well, it's Jameson, um, and uh, Jameson and butter shots, chase it with orange juice and bacon, and it tastes exactly like IHOP." 
And I'm oh like, oh my god! And it's, also, it's a great pitch. It's yeah, and it did. And so I did the shot, and then I did another one, and then did the bacon, and I was like, this is amazing. Let's go to a house party. Because yeah. <laughs> you were feeling pretty confident at that point. <laughs> yeah, it was immediate yeah. confidence. <laughs> and uh, so pop in the car, go with her, and um, she's like, yeah. She's like, well, she's like, you're the first guy I've gone out with in five months, and I'm like. Yeah, I didn't really know it was a date, but okay, you know, mm-hmm. I didn't say that, but I'm like, great, awesome, and she's, you know, attractive yeah, woman. Yeah, why not? <clears throat> and proceeds to tell me how her boyfriend was killed uh, at a meth party uh, oh. five months prior, and oh. uh, lo and behold, guess where we're going? His house? No, the meth party. Oh, jeez. Oh, yeah. Oh, the, the calls are coming from inside the house. Get yeah, out. Exactly. She's like, oh, you died. He, it was a terrible night. We had breakfast shots, and then yeah. we went there. You're yeah. like, wait a second. And then he performed. He had performed that night. He was a comedian. <laughs> like, he had well, a guitar. Yeah, she's, like, yeah. <laughs> she's like, well, one guy was here. He stabbed him. He's in jail now, but everyone else is cool. And I'm just like, God, oh, this is God. just such These a These are bad facts. Yeah. 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 I'm like, I should run. And by, and by the way, if it's a meth party, mm-hmm. that's not... Because when you say, hey, do you want to go to a house party? You're like, all right, so there's going to be some people playing Guitar Hero. There's going to be some drinks. There's going to be like something going... A, a weird DVD. Maybe someone's watching A weird porn. DVD. Yeah, like maybe someone's <laughs> watching right. I guess porn. there's always like a couple people stoned in the TV room yeah, yeah, watching yeah. something. Yeah, maybe that. Like is reruns gonna... of Blind Date or something. Right. <laughs> like that's the weirdest thing. Like... It, you think if it's a meth party, you need, you need a little heads up. Like, hey, um, how attached to your teeth are you? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I didn't partake, and I, I I I Ubered home from a meth party, but I definitely wanted to hang out for a minute to kind of see it. It was that, and I love that about you yeah. because, yeah. like, if you are gonna go and you're like, I mean, you know, you know, you're leaving at some point. Yeah, and mm. it's probably sooner than later. Yeah, but like. Dude, we're comics. We like to soak up the sun, as Cheryl Crow says. Yeah. And by sun, I mean, like, life and yeah. experiences. And, like, you know, whether there's a bit there or just, I don't know, we're curious. And we like to, um, yeah. you know, we chose this crazy profession. Like, so, I mean, I would think 9 out of 10 comics would be like, I got to see who yeah. the, what the clientele is like. Yep. Yeah. I got to see it just yeah. to, like, so what did poke you- my head in and, like, be like, all right, how close is this going to be to exactly what I think And it be is. open to the possibility <laughs> of a method convincing me to do meth. Yeah, and it, and it was also, it was, like, one of the, there was, like, this really interesting adult moment part of the party because I kind of wanted to take her home prior to the meth thing, you know, but, like, sure. but, but um, you know, she hadn't really methed just yet, and I was trying to convince her to come <laughs> is home. Is that and she, how you describe it? Yeah, she hasn't, she hadn't methed just yet. <laughs> She hadn't gotten the shakes. No. And uh, <laughs> I was trying to convince her, and she said straight up, she goes, you know what? She's like, to be honest with you, she's like, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be uh, getting a tether on me tomorrow, and I'm going to be at my house for mm. probably two months, and this is the last night I have to really rip it up with my friends, and I really want to do that. And I'm like, and, my, and I, the younger me would have been like, no, it'll be cool. Come back to the hotel. It'll be <laughs> great. Right. But old me was like, I get it. You want to do math with your friends before you go to jail. <laughs> I, you know, it's like I understand yeah. it completely, and I was like, "I'm out." I, I mean, can we fly her out and have her on the podcast? She sounds like she'd have some. Not for a couple months. <laughs> she sounds like she oh would have some insane stories. Yeah, but like, so I mean, and but that's what happens when you're on the road and you get bored in a city, or you're tired of going to the same hotel room. When some person says, "Hey, we're going out. We're going to this place," you go, "All right." Yeah, just anything to go outside. Anything. It's oh man. That's, do uh, do nuts. have you been? I mean, those types of Chattanooga. I mean, that's packed crowds at a comedy club. Uh, you've done that a bunch. Yeah. Uh, but touring with Dane Cook and Russell Peters. I mean, like 
and Howie. I don't and, know how many people and what and Howie, right? Uh, Howie Mandel? No, I only did one. I did a gala with him in Montreal. Oh, okay, okay. That was still dope. But but the tour was with, the tours were with Russell and Dane. Yeah, well, I mean, the Dane tour was like a Bon Jovi video. I mean, it was at the I think it was at the tail end of his largeness. <laughs> so we were like, he was arenas. We did thirty days. I think we did twenty seven shows. Um, Damn, two days off. Uh, we bust everywhere. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it was just like we. Would I'm walk. about to do that. Is that the best? Are you really? Yeah. Where, who are you going out with? With Adam again. Oh, awesome! But we flew everywhere last time, and You're it was exhausting. It's it's pretty amazing. Um, it's like the bet. Like the first couple of nights are tough, but like then after that, you you get so used to sleeping with the hum of the tires. I was gonna say like it's I, amazing. Do you need do I yeah. need earplugs or no no? Because you 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 will use it. It's great. It's the best sleep of your life. It becomes life. white noise. Yeah, but yeah. It, it, also, it also becomes like you're like part of this like little army. Like nothing else matters out of like you're you're not going to really keep up with what's going on around you. I mean, like you kind of can, but you're going to be more consumed with sleep because a lot of it. Are you? It depends. Like, are you guys doing back to back? Are you guys like a lot of back to backs? So there's like two days off, and then um, how many uh, days? Flying to a few dates. Like. Okay. Uh, t- uh, March s- this Saturday, uh, so m- uh, February 11th to March 4th. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's a good amount of time. Yeah, yeah. So um, you're gonna love it, but it's like all the. I'm, I'm assuming you're gonna do a show, then you guys are gonna hang out there for a couple hours, and the driver will drive all night to the next place. I, what, from what I saw on the schedule, like some things were staying in a place till two, mm-hmm. and then uh, the bus, and then driving through the night if it's like a nine ten hour thing, and yep. then some of them were leaving like. We're getting hotels in that city right. and then leaving the next morning at like 9 a.m. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. It's um, so fun. Those are the best because it's like it, uh, you, there's there's no TSA that you have to wake up to. There's yeah. no yeah. You realize lines. that TSA is like a bigger nuisance than you think, even though yeah. it can be pretty quick yeah. and painless, uh, you know, depending on how aggressively they tap the outside of your cock. But like, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, depending on how early it is and what you went through that last night, like maybe you're looking forward to that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to tell you how to live your life. Sure. No, I mean, it, it's it's going to be one of the greatest experiences you've ever had. Uh, the bus. So it was you did it with, uh, with Dane and Ben Glebe and Aldebene. And and Aldebene, yeah. yeah. Glebe wasn't there a lot because he kept flying in and out to do a bunch of stuff. Right. But, uh, and you, would you do, how much time would you do for those crowds? I think I opened with 20. Nice. Yeah, it was 20, and then <laughs> with Russell, it's 30. And, the, and that's in arenas and large theaters. James was weird because he's in the round, you know? Yeah, and oh, like, that's right, yeah. And he would, he would slam dunk, like, every night mm-hmm. back then. I, may, I think, you know, it was actually the first two... We had two dates in Florida that canceled because there was like zero tickets sold, and I was like, "Oh, this is gonna suck. This is gonna be a weird tour." Mm-hmm. And every other show, like Walk Up, would sell out. Wow, that's yeah. What is the difference between comedy clubs and arenas for? I mean, yeah. a, for myself and and people who haven't played them more. Are you doing theaters? Or are you doing arenas? It's all theaters. Okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, nothing. I mean, in the round is weird because it's like surround sound. Yeah, you know, and like you don't know where to go. Right, which. you're always yeah. I've done the celebrity theater in Phoenix, right. and that's in the round. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We played there. Yeah, and like it's just it's really interesting because you're, I'm just constantly thinking that my back is to the audience, and and that's a which it is right at some point. Right. But then what helps is I I went out in the audience and watched one of the openers, and it you didn't notice no. when the performer's back was to you. No. So it's like, oh, okay. And I just kind of kept walking in in a circle. Yeah. And that kind of solved that problem. Yeah. But yeah, you're, you're just kind of always like, oh, because as a comic, the audience is always in front of you. Right. And even in clubs where they're on the side, it, it feels kind of weird. But uh, yeah, when they're directly behind you, that goes against like everything we've ever done. Yeah. yeah I mean, it was cool. I mean, mm-hmm. you're going you're gonna to love it. 
that's all I can say. I mean, you guys, you guys both do theaters. I mean, you you do theaters, obviously, and it's just it's fun. Is there yeah. a, is there a difference between the? I mean, the, the the venues with Russell are. I mean, you've done a lot of like overseas ones, right? Uh huh. What was the one? I remember when I talked to you. I think you just come back from it. Was it in India? Yeah, it could have been or China. I, I mean, all right. What? <laughs> How many stamps on your passport? My so God, so many. Yeah. I mean, I had to get new pages in. Wow. Yeah, it's just. It, what a stand up in, in India was like. How, it was, I think it was an outdoor venue, right? Yeah, I mean, it's it's just I don't know. There's no real words for it. It's because it's not. It's almost halfway through it. It's almost disappointing because you know how much it's going to suck when you come back. Like in comparison, like so, not to say, but like, okay, when we were in, I don't know where we were, if it was Shanghai or it was like one of those really weird places or like, um, fuck, I don't remember, but we had police escort outriders just pushing everyone away. So it's like police around you all over the place, escorted and then like motorcades and all of this crazy stuff. And you're like, what the fuck? Yeah, you know, this, is like, like this is like politician comedy. life. This is stand-up comedy stuff. Yeah, and then and then you're kind of, you're experiencing it and you're loving it yeah. at the same time. In the in in the back of your head, you're like, yeah, this is gonna end. Yeah, right, right after this, then yeah. I'm gonna go back to Hollywood and have to yeah yeah do do the uh, twelve forty-five spot at the Laugh Factory. One forty-five spot. Yeah. Oh yeah. You are. But you know. You are one of the kings of those spots. I, I wish I weren't. <laughs> they, I, wish, I get so jealous. They know that you they, they you destroy and it's like they I mean but it's like yeah it's a blessing and a curse you're like all right well yeah I'm going to crush I'm, I can crush it 9:30 too yeah, yeah, I don't I don't have yeah, to crush it 9:30 9 9 be neat. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be really neat. No, I mean like but the only thing the only boss advantage that you probably have an experience as is you're going to feel kind of like you're in a gang and it's going to feel mm-hmm. really Whoa. cool because like you'll probably have what are you one one bus two buses Oh, one, one bus, yeah. But then, and two other guys with Adam and I. So yeah. Four. You'll feel like you'll feel like a gang. It'll feel great. Man, I've always wanted to be in a gang. I used to see like <laughs> skateboard gangs on yeah. TV or The Outsiders. Yeah, this is a much safer gang. <laughs> I'll be the pony boy of the two of them. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, stay gold. Uh, I saw something on your IMDb page. Okay. And I have to ask about it. It's just because it was so. Like I like I know you from your comedy. I've only known you as a stand-up. I didn't know you in I didn't know you in your music days. Right. So I saw composed music for Dawson's Creek in 1998. Yeah. Shut up. <laughs> yeah. No way. That's true. Yeah. No. Way. I need to know all of this information. Yeah. How did this happen? What did you do? What? How? It was just. Did a, you get to touch Pacey? Wait. What? What? <laughs> no. I mean, we never. We just submitted to this music service that like submitted songs to TV shows, and mm-hmm. it was one of the songs we did called Without. And uh, can you please find it, Brad? Oh, okay. Is it's it called, on YouTube? It's on iTunes. Fuck all right. I'll, I'll I'll find it. You ask him questions about Joey and Pacey. It's not, you know, it's it's surprisingly <laughs> it's, it's surprisingly really good because we had a really good girl singer and it's just like a slow long song, super ninety. That's sounding. what everything Dawson's Creek background yeah, it was, was perfectly Dawson's so, like Creek. Like Sarah McLachlan set the tone up top. Yeah, yeah what's that song? Uh, six pence none the uh, none, yeah. none richer. Don't Kiss act me. like you don't know the title and it's on your me. shuffle yeah. on every mix you have. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Kiss me, yeah. Yeah. Okay. And, Sweet and sour. What is? It? What are the lyrics? And this is the Voodoo Hippies that did this. Uh, yeah, it was on. I should be on IMDb. Okay. Or not IMDb. Uh, are you still iTunes. doing that? Writing music for shows? Mm, I mean, if someone asked, I would. Now you're writing jokes for a ton of TV shows. Yeah, at the moment. Name yeah. the shows you've written jokes for. Uh, well, at the moment, Idiot Test. Well, yeah, we just wrapped season four of Idiot Test, which is crazy. Like 500 episodes? No, <laughs> 205. That's still a fucking lot of TV. Yeah, we shot and a lot all. of jokes. We shot them all in one month. 
That's um, insane. How no, many? What's, <laughs> what's the name? Uh, what's the name of the track again? Uh, without. Wait. Oh, how, okay. how many jokes per? Uh, Brad and I were uh, fortunate enough to be on an episode, which was yeah, that was fun. Well, it was fun, and I love that you used the word fun. It's uh, probably going to be one of your. Um, I mean, hopefully they cut to a lot of the comedy and less gameplay. Well, <laughs> well, no. The thing about it is, like, it's so easy for me whenever I have a comic or comics on the show because it's like I don't want to insult them by writing for them. Yeah, I just have to have something because, like, I know you guys are all gonna have your own shit. Yeah. So it's like it's so easy, but I feel so stupid up walking up to someone like Fortune Feimster and being like, "Hey, so you could say this here," and she's like, "No, run away." Oh. <laughs> I mean, no. oh, yeah. there's a young J. Chris Newberg on the album photo. Yeah. My God, show me. There he yeah. is. He's show got, he's, me. got he's, he's got the curly hair. Yeah, curly hair. Yes, he's on dude. the far side. Swollen still. <laughs> you look like, like you look like the best friend. In like you would be Doogie Howser's best friend. That that's I was. that set that set that central casting right there. I was. I was. By the way, this is without. This is. Hey everyone, this is Brad Williams from Live 105. Uh, this is the uh, Voodoo Hippies and the brand new single without. So uh, grab that special someone and enjoy. Alone again. Like Super Dawson's Creek. Dude, yeah. Right now there's a slow zooming montage of Joshua Jackson yep. and yep. Katie Holmes walking near a creek. Or walking away. Oh. <laughs> and then it it, it it just does the montage where it like fades in and out to like a, a three second shot of what every single character is doing and like thinking about someone's right now. Someone's in a windowsill. Someone's in their car. Yeah. Someone's aggressively masturbating. Yeah, someone's driving in the rain. Right. <laughs> driving in the rain. What a classic 90s shot. Yeah. Wait. And just goes Dude, on. Dude, she's, she's amazing. What a gorgeous voice. She's great. Love the guitar. Yeah. Is that does it pick up here? Is that you on guitar? Uh yeah, I think so. I mean Yeah. yeah, dude, yeah. yeah. Come I mean, on, man. I'm gonna go write in my journal. Yeah. Dude, that's <laughs> that's it. Yo, that's incredible. Voodoo hippies. Yeah, that was back yeah, back in the day. Oh that I, show might be I mean, like, if you really made a list, if you sat down and really made a list of like so like the top fifty shows of all time. I'd put it in there. If you go top 10 in the 90s, I'd put it in there. Dawson's Creek? Fuck yeah. yeah. As it, far as like, you know, uh, I almost said poltergeisting. Pulsating. <laughs> what is the word? Penetrating. <laughs> I mean, sure. They did the, that a little bit on the show. The yeah. zeitgeist. The the cultural like. Yeah. That, that just pretty much accompanies everything that was yes. about being young yes. in the late 90s. No show captured it better. Beverly yeah. Hills 90210? Kind of. Right. Not really. Right. No. Definitely did not. Wasn't that more 80s though? Like no, late 80s, early, no way. 90s? Yeah, it's nice. Yeah. And then uh, I just remember Dawson's Creek. The voca- the vocabulary was insane. Like mm-hmm. it was ca- sort of like Aaron Sorkin, like like with the dialogue. How dare yeah. you? Well, what do you mean? How dare you? It was good. Was it as good as Aaron Sorkin? Well, not as good as Aaron Sorkin. You're but... saying the West Wing is on par with Dawson's <laughs> Creek. You are saying that. And guess what? I agree. So we get the square. There, there, there it is. God, I'm so glad that that's that that's a true credit. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know about. I don't know if I could ask him about that, but no, all those that's credits awesome. are true. Yeah. Did they bring? Did they bring you out when you did the Tonight Show with Jay Leno? Did they bring you out to that credit? <laughs> no. Wouldn't that have been amazing? <laughs> he, yeah, hey, cool. uh, he could both music on uh, Dawson's Creek, everybody. Uh, Dawson's Creek, a uh, Jake with new book. Yeah. That would uh, cool. That was unbelievable, by the way. I've never been more pumped for, uh, uh, you know, it's it's cool. There's a lot of our buddies that get on late night spots. Leno was so iconic and historic. And it's like, you're, what you do is so um, universal, you know, but like prime for a show like that. And so when you got it, it was uh, exceptionally dope. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, it was fun. I I loved it. 
I loved every. I, never, I didn't feel nervous at all. You didn't. No. And how is that whole? Because uh, for everybody, it's different. You get like sometimes you get a call and then they well, put not, you on hold. It's so funny. I'll tell you. It, like this is exactly like I was on hold like three times prior. That's right. But um, it's actually a pretty funny story too. So if we're telling funny stories, um, <laughs> so that's the song that plays when you're on hold at the Tonight Show. <laughs> Hey just man, you know just staring Brad, at your phone. Brad used to be Call a radio me DJ. Jay! Brad used to be a radio DJ, so yes. you you realize how quick he pulled that no, iPad up. Yeah. You know, I'm on sound exchange, so that's at least three cents. <laughs> right there. Have it put in your pocket, my yeah. friend. So uh no, this is funny. So um I it, like I'd been postponed three times, or like I was on three times I didn't get on. One time I was supposed to get on and then Def Leppard's guitar player wasn't sick and he said he was gonna be sick. Another time, Bobby Brown, they were th- thought he was going to have a, like a meltdown. And then another time, I don't remember. So he was just Bobby Brown. Yeah. They were like, well, it's Bobby Brown. Yeah, He's he probably going to have a meltdown. Yeah, he ended up going on. So like bump yeah. three times. So finally, um, I well, get... Real quick, what's going through your head after a third bump? Like, I'm, Well, you know, it's so funny. I, like each time I was planning to do a different set because I didn't know what I was going to do because I remember what I submitted to them. And it was so long ago and I wasn't feeling it. Mm-hmm. So um, Then you've probably written other jokes since then. Right. Yeah. So I just wanted to do what was fresh and I even figured they're, you know, they're going to be ending soon. So Do you start to worry like, man, maybe I might not get it on or, or do I even prep to get excited for the fourth time or is it should I just you know, plan you know, to get bumped again? I got to credit Barry with that because Barry wrote like this, the most amazing passive-aggressive letter to Bob and Ross. And it was just like... Barry Katz. Yeah. He was like, mm-hmm. are you going to ever just honor this promise that you've given this kid when you've had him on three times and, you know, you have other comics on sent? And I was just like, wow, what a dick. But wow, what a great letter. You know? I mean... Yeah. But but see, that's what good managers do. They yeah. are allowed... They are the dick when you don't... So you still look good. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, so I have no idea I'm going to be on the show. So I have no idea I'm going to be on the show. And I think it was a Wednesday. And... um I go out the night before. I'm leaving Laugh Factory, and there's a girl sitting on um, there's a girl sitting on the ledge, and she goes, "Hey, I know you. You're funny." And I go, "Oh, cool. I'll get. I'm going to the den. Want want to go get drunk?" She says, "Sure." So we go down to the den. I end up partying with this girl. She sleeps over. Mm-hmm. Um, I end up fooling around with her. The second I'm like finished fooling around with her, I get a phone call from Barry, and he's like, "Hey, you're gonna be on the Tonight Show." And I was like, oh, this is pretty cool. Not this is the greatest deal. day ever. Yes, this is a really good day. And it <laughs> Your turns come out, transitions yeah. into a Tonight Show <laughs> yeah. call? And I'll tell you, well, I won't say By the way, it come is, transition, a was, great band name. It was one of the girls, <laughs> it was one of the girls in that, um, the Glee Club movie. The Glee Club movie. Not Pitch Perfect. Glee Club. Pitch Perfect, it was yeah. One of the Pitch Perfect girls. Um, um, uh, I can't say her name. Anna Kendrick. Sure, sure, sure. I can't say her name. Great, but great. I'll tell you after. Yeah. But I was like, wow, what a cool day yeah. this was. <laughs> With just that amount of enthusiasm. Yeah, and I was like, this is really great. Awesome. <laughs> and uh, it was just random because I was like, you know how like when you fool around with somebody, you're like, oh, okay, I'll and it's a one nighter, and you're like, I'll never see this person again. Yeah. Then you see him in a poster, and you're like, that's fucking. Well, I guess cool. I did see him again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm I like, you look pretty good on that billboard, yeah. but not as cool as when I made you leave. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, that's the best. That's fine. It's like the best power move, yeah, though. Yeah, yeah. more confident. Yeah, I mean, so that's yes, yeah, so that's essentially the greatest day of your life. It was a good day. Yeah. Were you, were you nervous when you walked out on the uh, Tonight Show stage? Finally, I mean, nope. Does Jay come good. back and? No, one really because I'd been there like a bunch of times because I'd written stuff for Dane and I'd been there because I wrote stuff from, some stuff for Howie. Oh, dope. So I was there a bunch of times before, so Jay was always really nice and really familiar. But um, 
one of the coolest moments was you know Jimmy Brogan. Yeah, yeah. So Brogan's opener. Yeah, J- Jay Leno's opener, and mm-hmm. t- like is he head writer? He used to be the head writer of the Tonight Show right. forever. Yeah, wow. but just he he's been Jay's buddy forever. and right hand man yeah. forever. Yeah, incredibly funny. Yeah, yeah. And he said that the week after I did that, Jay and him were on uh, driving somewhere. And Brogan said that Jay told him the two funniest jokes he's heard in a while were the jokes I'd told. Whoa! Hey, there you go, Dude, Jay Chris. That is fucking yeah. dope. Well That's done, cool. man. Yeah, now I want to get on Fallon. Yeah. yeah. Doesn't everybody? <laughs> yeah, but you know what I mean? Like, I mean, what is, what are you, um, are you doing anything specific to try to like, n- you know, navigate that or... Do you no. know the booker? Do you, are you I putting mean, together a set that's... You know, I have this thing like, okay, so like, you know, I talk about like older guy move. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. okay, I'm not going to try to fool around with this girl. I'm just going to go home because she really wants to spend the evening and that's what her thing is with her drugs and her friends. Yeah. Whatever. You know, I think like, and you guys are younger than me. You guys are in your 30s, right? Yeah. Okay. So I'm in my, I'm in mid 40s. And when I was your age, I was much more cocky mm-hmm. and like much more, much more verbal. And I've recently in the past year or so, I mean, I think both of you guys have seen me shoot my mouth off when I've been verbal. Sure. And I and that guy doesn't exist anymore. He just like he kind of went away. Mm-hmm. And I think I was pretty confident several times <laughs> with Michael Cox, the guy who books it. Right. Yeah. Back when he was booking Chelsea. Oh, yeah. Boy. And I think I've written him an email or two talking about what's up. And I mean, I've apologized to him a billion times. Yeah. And it was like ten years ago. But I think that probably still sticks in his brain. Bummer. Yeah. I don't know for sure, but yeah, maybe yeah. I mean, not I mean all you can do is just make a tape, yeah, and I mean, send it to him. If it's good, it's good. Yeah, I, I funny mean, should trump everything, right? It yeah. should, but sometimes politics. I mean, yeah. again, I'm just saying, if I were him and ten years had gone by, I think I'd need a couple apologies. You know what I mean? Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Maybe I like think a, I'm like two more. Maybe away. a subscription to like DippingDots.com or I something. I never even thought about that. That's the move tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Dipping dots is like such a always the answer. Yeah. Always the answer, and if they have a website. Hey man, go to it. Yeah. And if you have to pay for it, you know, send yeah, somebody fine. a gift card to subscribe. Yeah. No password. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> what did you do on the Tonight Show that, uh, like, the set that you did finally that you put together for it? Were you like, do you want, I mean, because you hear in everybody's, whether it's a special or a, a showcase or a late night set, you know, it, it's just how we are. It's human nature that you're always coming up with more material and it's easy to uh, reflect and go, oh man, I wish I'd done that or I wish I'd added that. Were you happy with it? Or did you think of stuff afterwards or? No, I mean, I I was pretty happy with it. I, I mean, I I got fourteen applause breaks, and yes, I counted. Whoa, and, damn! And um, for real, fourteen applause breaks. Only one joke did not get an applause break, and it was because I had something in my throat, and I normally whisper it, but I didn't whisper it. I said it instead of whispering mm-hmm. it, so it landed flat. So I wish I would have just cleared my throat. Oh, and interesting. Fuck. But it, like, it just kind of dude. That but that hits. So though. funny though. Like a little thing like that could throw off well the, uh, yeah and that and that's that's why when people say like oh you should just change up your set every night it's like no you find those little nuances through doing it night after night after night after night where uh you figure out a, a word helps like uh if, if 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 you say a word with a certain inflection on a syllable or something like all those little things can make a laugh be from like a seven to an eight or yep. like it, it can make the difference and it's shocking when when you make those discoveries well jokes are songs you know and it's like i read i was reading keith richard's book today and he was life talking, yeah oh so good such a good book so and good. he was talking about how i love that 30, you guys both read by the way yeah I read, I read all the time i read like two books today 
Shut the fuck up. I was there for nine hours. Oh, yeah. It's jury duty. Will you, like, recommend books? Somebody just recommend Keith Richards' book. Life. Really? It's a good book. Yeah, that's a damn good one. Good I book. mean, when it, when it starts off with a story about the Stones getting pulled over in rural Oklahoma and the judge has, like, some sort of death wish against them, it's just a, it's a great fucking now, book. Now, I'm, yeah. I'm an audio book guy. Yeah, well, yeah, we'll what get that, that one. What does that say about me? Yeah. Yeah. It's still good. Yeah. yeah, that's fine, right? Yeah, book's a book. Yeah, I, uh, I, I quote unquote read the War for Late Night on on audiobook. You just kind of you you just kind of throw it on a speaker and yeah. you do your errands throughout the day and you, and you're good to go. Yeah. Uh, one book that is terrible uh, <laughs> audio style is uh, Where's Waldo. Yes. <laughs> That's good. That's true. That's funny. <laughs> that is yeah. funny, right? Yeah, funny. tweet that, Adam Ray. Yeah. yeah, wow, that sounds like, that. You know what? You two are two of the best joke writers that I know, and that oh, felt thank like you. Thank you. you just inspired, like, I feel like that came out because you're both sitting here. Because that's not an Adam Ray joke. No. no but, I mean, my, it that, can be. My, the Adam Ray Waller joke would be like, you know, look at that creepy stare. He's always got the same outfit. Like, he's always at places where kids are hanging out, birthday parties, carnivals. Yeah. The question isn't, <laughs> the question isn't what... I don't know. <laughs> You'd be like, "Where's not? Where's Waldo? What did Waldo do that? Yeah, everyone's looking for him. Yeah, uh, the, touch kids. Here, 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 here we go. Here's a uh, Adam Ray Waldo joke. Uh, Waldo is the is the only person that gets creepier when you add when you put pop tarts in his hands. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can see that. Yeah, yeah like everyone else, it makes it better. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Him pop tarts in his hand. You're like, ah, that's weird. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's very strange. I work on your delivery, but yeah. not bad. Hey, yeah. not bad for my first Adam Ray joke. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, if it really was an Adam Ray joke, I would have to end it with a thousand percent. I do say he that. He is yeah. a thousand percent creepier. Yeah. I remember I said that when I started saying, the first time I realized it, saying a thousand percent, which was my way of like agreeing, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. Some people say absolutely or definitely or mm-hmm. I agree. Yes. But I, I say a thousand percent. And I remember I was, um, uh, when uh, Dane let me open for him at the Beacon at the New York Comedy Festival, and we we're on our way from the airport, and he said something, and I go, a thousand percent. He goes, why a thousand? He goes, that seems like a lot. He goes, hundred percent's good enough for that, right? He goes, <laughs> and it was funny. Uh, but then I go, and then it, but it made me self-conscious about it for a little bit. I go, it was the first time I realized, I go, oh man, I say that a lot. Yeah, when, 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 that's the thing when someone does an impression of you, they're latching on to yeah, things that you do. Yeah. So if someone does an impression of you and says something or does something, you're like, oh shit, yeah. do I do that? And then you and then you start noticing. That does bring up something I'm curious about: your writing style. How do you operate? Because you've, I mean, written for American Idol, Idiot Test. I mean, shit for people for the Tonight Show. Um, you wrote, didn't you write stuff for Separation Anxiety? Yeah. yeah. I mean, how quickly? What is your process to spit out for some of these writing gigs? I mean, what do they want? First of all, like a hundred jokes. Some, I mean, what is the... Well, I mean, it's just that you have to kind of watch them, and you just kind of have to watch their meter and, like, kind of count basically how they deliver, and then you have to just fit the joke. Then you write the joke, and then you fit the joke how it would fit into the delivery. Is it, e- is it easier for you to write a joke for somebody else or for yourself? I think it's easier to write a joke for me because I can get mm-hmm. a, I mean, I know how to... I mean, like we're like I was saying, I was starting to say, like, how jokes or songs, like Keith Richards said... Uh, it took him 31 years to figure out to play how to play tumbling dice correctly, and he wrote it obviously yeah. you know, 40 years ago or whatever. Right, right. But um, I know what I can get away with, and I know that sometimes like I'll write a joke for Glebe, mm-hmm. and Glebe will tell it, and the joke will fall flat, and I'll be like, "That was fucked. Why'd you, you know, whatever?" And I'm like, and I would I'll tell the exact same joke, and the audience will laugh, and I'm mm-hmm. and it's like I know what I can get away with and what he can't. Right, and you know your style, you right. you, you know what works for you, and. I don't want to say you're a one-liner guy, but you definitely 
uh, are more equipped. I think it's. I mean, like I would like I was just th- thinking in my brain when you were, when you did the Where's Waldo joke. I was like, how can I say it quicker? Like wow, you know, like for I, real? Yeah, I was just thinking like uh, I just uh, listened to Where's Waldo on tape. Didn't see it. You know, like that's what I was thinking. Not to say that that's yeah, funnier, but like no, but that yeah, for sure. Yeah. How could I get there shorter? So you're in the uh, you're you're in the Mark Twain school of humor. Well, you know, and what, that's honestly, a yeah, that's the quote he said. Where if I had more time, I would have written you a shorter book. There you go. I I think the one of the greatest joke writers I've ever learned from was Jay Moore. And no shit. I've worked with him twice, or actually three times, and uh, holy shit, he's just so good with words. He really is. He's amazing, and like. It doesn't so, waste any and uses all the right ones. Yep. And like, it's so funny because you'll be so motivated to write for him because the last time we did the NASCAR uh, event in Vegas, it was just like, we finished dinner at like 11 o'clock and I'd flown there and I was ready to go to bed. And he's like, all right, let's meet in my room. We're going to get this done. And we rode from 11 to like 530 in the morning. What? Because Damn. he's just like on that crazy SNL thing. Yeah. And like, you'd start to write a joke for him. And if he didn't like it and it, or if it was too long, he would go sweaty. <laughs> and that would be it. Like, you just have to be like, wah. Uh, you mean maybe? Yeah. I don't know. He was like, if he did, if it was too long, sweaty. <laughs> and you're just like, okay, okay. Okay, uh, well, let's figure that out. But he's super, super positive and rewarding when he likes a joke. Mm-hmm. So. And that was uh, the NASCAR Awards where you got a picture with Eddie Vedder. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah. That was the coolest thing ever. Are you a big celeb uh, starstruck guy? No, but it's Eddie Vedder. Come you on. Know, yeah. Now, a, you're a musician, and B, it's Eddie, it's Eddie Vedder. Vedder. It's Eddie Vedder. Yeah. I mean, it, when you meet someone like that, is there something in your brain that goes, I have to tell him something that no one's ever told him before, or is it just, no. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick to the hits and just say, hey, you're great, you're inspiring? I just go straight up, can I get a photo with you? <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Because they've, they've heard your great a million times. You've yeah. heard your great a million times. You've heard your great a million times. For my mom and her friends. Sure, but eventually <laughs> it gets uncomfortable. <laughs> and it's nothing special. You right. Know? So you don't... Also something my mom and her friends say. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there you go. Uh, mom well, and her friends also... A great band. Oh, that. my God. Coachella. After Come Transition. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm a big fan of that band name. That is a good name. Uh so did you did, what did you say to him because I have an Eddie Vedder story I literally said may I have a photograph and what did he say did he knew that he said okay did he know that you were a writer on the show or that you worked there or just you were just a guy I, I mean I would get too nervous if I if I know that if I were to say something I would have fucked it up mm-hmm. so I said can I just get a photograph because a couple other people were doing it and okay. just jumped in yeah and I you know I think you know actually Jay was right next to him okay and I said Jay is it cool and he's like do you mind if it did? yeah so it was real quick I think Jay gave, got the assist on that one there you go well, well uh, is uh, one of the well, real quick, my Eddie Vedder story. I saw him at Bonnaroo, right? Yeah, he mm-hmm. did a uh, he was playing, Pearl Jam was playing, never seen him live, unbelievable, amazing. He did a thing with Judd Apatow where they did a um, they're both big Shanling fans, Apatow obviously knew him well, and they did a uh, uh, he uh, Apatow found this diary of stuff uh, from Shanling's house and gave it to Eddie Vedder and was like. I don't know what you can do with this. Maybe write a, a beautiful song. I th- I'm paraphrasing the conversation, but right. something along those lines. Anybody was like, "Yeah, sure. Like, I've got it. Like, this is great stuff. Whatever." Wow, that's perfect, Eddie. And uh, <laughs> dude, cut to Bonnaroo. He debuts. It's on YouTube. Debuts this song. Like, man, I've never felt raw emotion more than I did in that moment where I'm like watching Eddie and Judd. The song is gorgeous and funny, and then like you get choked up at the end. They cry. They're hugging. They walk off. I'm walking out like, what the fuck? That was crazy. And then also my brain shifts like an asshole to like, oh, man, I might not ever see Eddie Vedder again, and I really want to photograph. 
And so he walks out, and there's nobody out there. Just him, I think a bodyguard or a buddy, and me. And I look at him, I go, I go, Eddie, that was unbelievable. He goes, thank you so much. He goes, yeah, it was, it was crazy. I'm still, I'm still feeling it right now. And I go, hey, man, uh, do you mind if I get a picture? He goes, man, do you, just, do you mind chilling? I'm still buzzing. And I go, buzz away, man. And then I heard myself say that, and I go, God damn it. <laughs> Why'd you say buzz away? Now you're for sure not getting a picture. I mean, that sounds like a yeah. title of a DreamWorks movie. Yeah. <laughs> also like something you say before you're carried out of the venue. Yeah. Or but, into a cum transition but, but you concert. Know, but you know he never even thought about it. Like He, never he didn't, because he was buzzing. Yeah. And, yeah. I, and then I also thought, I go, how cool. Like, what a cool way to describe the emotion that he was feeling. Because, like, dude, he had tears in his eyes. Yeah. And even yeah. when I saw him, I was like, dude, don't ask for it. Don't ask for it. And it was one of those moments where I go, I'm going to learn from this moment. Because for sure I knew what the right move was, and I went against it. Um, that being said... Uh, Eddie Vedder, if you're listening, I would still love that photograph. And if you want to send me a picture of you, I'll Photoshop myself in it. Well, you know, the best part about it is, like, he could have actually literally been telling you that he was drunk, and he could have been not able to see because the lights were too bright. <laughs> his eyes could have been watering. He, had his, he didn't have, like, the person who does his contacts with him, so he was with sure. a buddy. Sure. And he's walking out, and you're like, can I get a picture? And he's like, fuck, I'm really vain. I don't necessarily know what I look like right now. My eyes are watering. So I'm going to pretend that I'm overcome with emotion. Oh, you know my I mean? God. So all of these things are things that probably right. Now I don't feel happening. so bad. Yeah. Thank you. I'm probably more realistic of what was going on. <laughs> and when you were like, buzz off, he was like, okay, cool. This guy fucking bought it. He gets it. Yeah. At what point did music uh, come into your comedy? Uh, it was there initially. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then, I, but then I just, I don't know. I mean, I guess it's kind of coming back a little bit. I mean, because I started to do it for a little, uh, once I started initially, and everyone was like, oh, guitar act. And then I, I kind of ignored it for a while, and then I just kind of fixed it and tried to do it differently. And, like, the only other guitar act that I respected, and, I, I mean, again, there's a lot of good ones, but Henry Phillips, I always thought, yeah. was, wow. is, is still yeah. so amazing. And uh, he does it so well. Nick Nick Thune does it really well. Mm -hmm. um, there's a lot of guys who do it really well. But okay, well, because, I mean, the thing about uh, be, what makes a guitar act for me is someone that if you took away the guitar, still funny. Yeah. Yeah, and yep. that's true for all three of the like you, Nick, Henry, and but at the same time, then the the guitar only enhances it. Yeah, it's good. It's good without, mm -hmm. better with. Yeah, I've just adopted the do stuff before without, and then close with it. Thing. I dig that. Mm -hmm. So when you're doing that's a headline like, set, that's what you do. Yeah. How much guitar? How much jokes? I do like thirty jokes. And then like the last third, like half and half, like nice. 30 and 30. Nice. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Well, you do a lot of music now, don't you, right? Uh, yeah, I'm going to do like 50 of stand-up and then do like 20 to 25 of the music. That's fun. Because, um, yeah, it, it's, it's like a, I, I never wanted to have it, I wanted it to be like a bonus on top. And also I just, I feel like, because um, it's all, it, Avery and I, Pierce and I have like three or four songs and then there's a lot of improvised songs off the crowd. Uh, and I feel like, Less is more on that. Yeah. Uh, cool. At least right now, you know, but I might it might get to a point to where I'm wanting to do more and more of it, but... Um, well, music is a, a suddenly cool again in comedy. Totally. It, like, it wasn't cool five years ago. And it, it just... It, yeah, it's sort of come back. I don't know if it's due to, like, acts like the Lonely Island or whatever, where it's it, it sort of made it cool again to yeah. do music and, not, and, and be funny and be respected as well. What yeah. music comedy did you come up on? Sandler? No. I mean, well, Sandler, obviously, it was amazing. Um, still is. But uh, my, all my comedic influences were, like, the Lemonheads and Elvis Costello. Like, people, like, really smart. 
like really pun like Eminem because he's like one of the greatest pun writers ever. What? He's all puns. Is he really? All puns. Break this down for me. <laughs> Listen to one of his songs. They're all like every single one of Eminem's tunes is a pun. He's so smart. I guess yeah. What is it? Uh, confetti, spaghetti. Yeah, but like, <laughs> well, that's a rhyme. That's not a pun. All right. Welcome <laughs> yeah. back to Adam. Doesn't know what puns are. Well, yeah. Well, no. It's just like you know. Oh, you can see the window crying. I guess that's window pane. You know all that stuff. And like, oh, oh yeah. yeah, that's right. I guess you that's know. what I call it window pane. Yeah, it's all puns. That's because holy shit. Yeah, you, 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 my stepdad really slow him is down. Eminem. Yeah. <laughs> a much slower. He's seventy. <laughs> a master of puns. Puns are great. White. Yeah. Looks good in the beanie. Yeah. Sure. I think I think the best pun person I've ever seen in my life is Russell. Russell Peters is the greatest. Pun. Is he really? Oh, he's wicked smart. With that puns. makes me very happy. I yeah. did not know that. And so quick. does he do it when he's doing crowd work or just off stage? He or? does it more with his buddies off stage. Yeah, yeah. Crowd work for sure, but definitely with. Is his there buddies. one that's resonated with you? That no, he's just so no. quick. Yeah. Too many. Too many. That's uh, that's, that's cool. Uh, I I want to ask you because uh, you got to be on. America's Got Talent. I did. And yeah. you got to insult Pierce Morgan, right? Do his <laughs> yeah. fucking face. Yeah. An epic clip and an epic moment. And yeah. thank God it happened in this era of social media and videos because yeah. I'm glad it got circulated as much as it yeah. did. Yeah, so fun. now when he attacks uh, Susan Sarandon for showing too much cleavage or he uh, insults the Women's March, uh, I, I can just play that clip and smile. Yep. Yeah, that was fun. I mean, that whole show experience was a little heavy. And people always ask me, like, what, do, what should, people who are going on, like, I'm going on, do you have any advice? I'm like, I was accidental for me the entire thing. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't know that I was going to be on it. I didn't know that I was going to be the villain. I didn't know all of that stuff. And then finally I was just like, fuck this guy. If you get me back on, I'll roast him. I'm like, mm-hmm. And I didn't think it was going to work, and it didn't. It went really well, but I still lost to people who jump rope. <laughs> Like, I really, like, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, I went out and I killed it, and I lost to fucking sexy jump ropers. Yeah, but that's America at its best. Yeah, yeah. it is. Well, yeah, or I worst. Mean, it, I <laughs> mean, for sure the, at yeah. its worst. I mean, yeah. Do, do you still keep in touch with the jump rope act? No, no. We uh, it's <laughs> did you even of, say anything to them? No, I so wanted to use a rope. Like the relationship <laughs> frayed. Yeah. Damn it! <laughs> Damn it! But like when you're on when you're on a show like that, are you getting feedback from all over the country, like yeah, tweets and stuff like that? Or we're... yeah, it's overwhelming. I mean, it's just like you're. I remember. I think I had everything back then was connected to my email, mm-hmm. and then I think the first time I got off stage, it was just like my Facebook was like broken because there were so many. Yeah, and there was like fifteen thousand notifications on my email, and it's just all at once. That's insane. Yeah, because you have. Like 16 million people watching that show. Yeah, it's like 16 Tonight shows. Damn. Uh, and when you say and when you say play the villain, uh, for those that didn't see it, how did they make you out to be a villain? Well, I mean, I you know I'm a big like model like studier of people, and I was like I was really excited to do it. So I looked up all the judges, I looked at all their stuff, mm-hmm. looked up Pierce. I was like, he's a pretty successful guy. And then all of a sudden, he started talking shit to me. Yeah. And I was like, I didn't realize that I was supposed to do it. They're like, oh, Pierce thinks this about you and this about you. I wanted to go initially. I think actually initially I said, oh, I think he's a good guy. What do you, I guess he didn't get it. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, no, no, let's do that again. And then like, what do you think about Pierce saying all this stuff? And I, and I think the version that they used of me, I go, I think that guy can suck it. And it was like, <laughs> from that moment on. Like a seventh grade bitch. Yeah. <laughs> suck it, Mr. Suck Edwards. It. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what, was, what, oh, what was that joke you did during the roast? It was, uh, he's always the second 
Um, second best or second rate, uh, the replacement you're the, for Simon Cowell, the replacement for Howard. He's been really good at being the other, the other Simon Cowell, the other something, the other guy your wife sleeps with. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Dude. As, and I, to his face. <laughs> Yeah. And but then to Pierce's credit, and I don't typically like to give him any credit for much, but he kind of seemed to come around on you. Oh, he he tweeted that I bested him. Yeah, nice. Uh, That's British good. for you got me. Yeah, yeah, I think so. So and so in the end, gave uh, gave you your respect. Yeah, That's yeah. Cool. <laughs> uh, do you mind um, because you are such a uh, brilliant master with uh, the guitar and comedy, uh, and you brought it like. Giving us, uh, yeah, great. <laughs> it'd be like, great if you slowly took. The, as I was saying that, by the way, you can't see it. He was slowly taking the headphones off. But it'd be great if you picked up your guitar and walked out, <laughs> left your jacket, sent me a text later. Hey man, no one asked me to play on a podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't do that. Oh, cool. <laughs> Brad, uh, real quick, is there when you see um, uh, genius uh, comedy? The mm-hmm. music blended together like yeah. we're about to get. Yeah. Does it make you go, I wish I had picked up something. Like, I wish I had a French horn that I could whoop out every now and then. Uh, I, I, I think with the whole dwarf thing, I have my gimmick. <laughs> but answer the fucking question, I guess, is what I want you to do. Uh, yes, it does make me wish that I knew how to play guitar, that yeah. I knew how to do something like that, because it just looks like so much fun. And, uh, it looks cool. It sounds great. And yeah. like when you can sing, like J. Chris also can't. Like to me, that also like when you we were mentioning what you look for. Like you sound good when you sing. And to me, I, I you know I know there's some I can't think of them, but like I've seen through the years of people that uh, will play guitar and try to do some comedy. And it's like, man, if you can't carry a tune, I'm like I check out immediately. Yeah. yeah and it, I, maybe it, that's not fair, but it kind of has to be good on all fronts. Yeah, I think so. Um, what was the what's the supermarket bit that you did? Oh. I remember like one time he did the supermarket bit and after he left he split and um, I got the entire audience to do this like sing along oh, I, wrote, like, I wrote the version was of it, it. The all, it wasn't the all for one joke the I swear no no no, no. no. it was the kid in the supermarket Albertsons the kid yeah. with Down syndrome who bagged groceries yeah <laughs> so alright well real quick <laughs> I just love the summaries of the bit real quick do you mind oh, the give, kid with Down syndrome do you mind or? give me a little background yeah. and I'll actually tell a quick version of the story please tell the, well yeah do what, oh, um, I just remember you were following some kid in a grocery store and he, he sang something to you oh the ooh treats yeah yeah, so yeah, you're right. Okay, so it was at a uh, a grocery store and uh, and I was I sing to myself a lot and I was singing I was looking for treats. You know, that's I sing to myself. I leave sure. singing voicemails, I sing yeah. in the car, you know, and I was singing uh, I'm looking for treats, I'm looking for treats, I'm looking for treats as I was walking up and down the aisle and there's a kid about 10, 15 feet in front of me with his mom. He's about 10, 11, 12 with the mom and they're uh, shopping and listening and on the third or fourth I'm looking for treats. This fucking kid turns around, looks at me at the top of his lungs in perfect pitch after I go, I'm looking for treats. He turns around and goes, ooh, treats! And I was like, <laughs> wait, what? Just a free harmony from a Broadway baby and I was like this kid just saw me and was like I'm gonna make this motherfucker's day and I was like I hope you have pegs on the back of your bike I want to travel the world with you see life through your carefree goggles and then I'm like maybe he was a figment of my imagination I smoke a decent amount of pot yada yada (laughs) so I did that uh, place goes wild. The Laugh Factory considers shutting down because like, I don't know if we'll ever hear a joke better. Sure, whatever. You know, typical Tuesday night. Yeah, uh, you were. Uh, yeah, that was the night you were carried on of, uh, off on all the audience members' shoulders. Yeah, yeah, I totally yeah, remember that. that yeah, yeah. Nobody, yeah, yeah. by the way, no, nobody tweeted that out and post. But guess what? I don't need that. Yeah. No, I, yeah, I think I texted you. I texted you did because you went up after me and I had to jump right out. And then you text me and you go, "Dude, I did this amazing sing along with the crowd on Ooh Treats." Yeah. 
and I don't know if it's gonna be as good, but I think I don't even remember what it was, but it was like Looking for treats <laughs> Looking for treats Ooh treats Ooh treats Come on you guys and everyone started singing it. Ooh like, treats everyone was like Looking for treats Looking for treats. Ooh, looking for treats. Yeah, and it just like went on. Like, Dude, that's <laughs> fucking amazing. I love that you. You did that right away. Yeah, the second I walked out. Yeah. I normally, whenever if I if I carry it out there, whatever anyone's last bit is, I'll just start. Brilliant. Like, just yeah. It's just By the way, that it's though, a, that chord progression and that like uh, melody is so classic. Like. I mean, just feel good. It's got a little of that '90s like emotion, but it's just so like. I just played without the Voodoo Hippie song. <laughs> uh, and that's why it was so good. Yeah. Do you? I would love to. I mean, if there's uh, something classic, J. Chris that we could get, but also that's I would probably love, a bad idea. That doesn't really work here, but I can. Okay. I can play. But also, I would love to hear if there's something that you're like jamming on. I mean, I don't know if you want to like, you know, just stuff that I want people to get a a, a strong taste of. Uh, of how right, this is a weird song that I, you are. This is a weird song mm -hmm. that uh, <clears throat> um, it's kind of weird to do in a room full of dudes. But uh, <laughs> by the way, for the record, there's us and then our boy Norman who does our social media. Uh, so it's not like there's 50 dudes here. Yeah. No. But it's you know, in all fairness, there's some posters, you guys. <laughs> you're so right. you, so you're you, right. So you do have a lot of eyes on you. You're right. <clears throat> um, this song is uh, It's a song about gum <laughs> I love you You know I do Girl You know I love you Yes It's true I'm in love with you which is why I think you should swallow my gum. <laughs> swallow my gum, swallow my gum. It will be super, super fun. <laughs> swallow my gum, swallow my gum. Please do not spit it in my sink when you're done. <laughs> also, this song might not be about gum. <laughs> I mean, yeah. dude, that's what I'm talking about, dude. Like that was a, it's like a beautiful song. Thank you. And yeah, and and funny and goofy, and then the last line just fucking kills it. It's Thank great. You. Most of your songs are about that length, yeah. Yeah. Do you do you find that like less is more with this, or or do is it just you're when you're writing it and you're doing it, you go, I'm done here. This is well. When I first I got a I got a valuable lesson the very first musical uh, joke thing I did. Because uh, I was so used to being in a band, I went verse, chorus, verse, chorus, bridge, double chorus. By the time I got to the bridge, people in the audience were like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, yeah they're like, "We know, we know the punchline." Yeah, we don't, yeah. we don't care anymore. We don't care. So now I just try to get there early. Um, this is a song I've never played. Uh, oh yes, ever. Um, and it's kind of visual, so I don't know Great. if it's gonna work. So any sort of reaction would be cool. <laughs> this song is called "Text Messaging a Girl in Her 20s. <laughs> Great title. Already on board. Yeah. I texted, how are you? You responded, fine, lol. I said, was it funny? You said, no, why, lol. 
the pause. I said, are you laughing? You said no, LOL. <laughs> so I drink poison. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Jay, Chris, Newberg, everybody. Accurate. Yeah. And, and, and. <laughs> I've seen you do sets uh, where you were much like you described with after you went on after Adam, where you get the entire audience to do it's a sing along. You get every, you get you get everyone involved, and it takes it, it, it takes a definite amount of confidence. And we're talking about real confidence this time uh, to tell a room full of strangers, "Hey, come with me. You're yeah. you're gonna all sing this." And because a lot a lot of people are like, "Oh man, I'm not doing that. That's that's stupid." But then you get them all to do it. It's awesome. It's great. Can, it's fun. Can you do a uh, bad idea? Is that or is it, it, it? We could do bad idea, but only if you guys sing things that are bad idea. Okay, yeah. I'll I'll think of something. Norm, jump in too. <laughs> it, yeah, if you, you had, do bad idea. Yeah. yeah, if you have anything. I think it's really cool that you guys had me on. I think it's because um, I'm such an enormous fan of both of you guys. Oh, you're the uh, best, buddy. Like Adam, will we'll always have our fun bar conversation, our bar Lubitsch conversation. Dude, that's a real quick. That was a a selfless and uh, uh, groundbreaking moment for me. Where you just took time out of your uh, your life to uh, tell me, you know, basically some straight up like advice about like, man, you get one shot at this. I'm gonna paraphrase the advice, but it was the highlights <laughs> where you get one shot. You kind of have to like you're in control of your shit. Um, these people work for you. I think I was unhappy with representation, just where things were at, and you kind of gave me a a boost of confidence about like what you thought about uh, uh, what I could do. And uh, man, it was a game changer, you know. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, and that's and I and I got to see your second special live, which yep. was fucking amazing. Thank you, sir. So it's like it's just an honor. It's like it's cool to be. Oh, here. dude, Thanks you're one me. of the dude. You're one of the greats, and it's like you know, I, uh, you know, to I, I'm every time I see you on stage, it's like there's it, there's few people that you see and you go, um, oh, I can't do that, and that's incredible. <laughs> yeah, and and to see like. Also, uh, uh, somebody that can just bring like brush and like and like 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 uh, they're like already what we're doing with a uh, a wide variety of people in the audience is pretty cool when you can get them all to laugh. But right. like to then like to sing something like to know that you can get them to jump on board with like one of your songs that's got to be pretty amazing. It's fun. I mean, it's you know, it's what are the choices? The alternative, like if I'm going to be dumb enough to walk up there. With a guitar, I gotta be able to figure out how to get him to do something with it. Yeah, because you mm -hmm. know when you walk up, like I mean, just as a, just as a comic, you walk up on stage, and one third of the people immediately are always like, already like, fuck this guy. Isn't that so I crazy? Hate this yeah, because like, in the audience for every comic. Yeah, it's like, dude, assless chaps are were my, were my choice. Yeah, so let me yeah let me try to be funny first before you judge what the back looks like. Yeah, because <laughs> well, like everyone's so miserable in their own lives, you know what I mean? And like, the, the, I don't know, my the funniest thing I've always heard is people are like. Oh, my friend's got a comedy show. I don't know if I should go because what if he's terrible? Then oh. I have to talk to him afterwards. Oh, Wait, God. so how's it about? How's it about? Oh, yeah, how's God. about you? It's not the but worst. But that's what everyone's I fucking know. thinking. Or it maybe is. it's your friend and they'll need your support. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe also, that. Go to a comedy show. Get out of your house for a minute. Yeah. yeah. We always are oh, better darn. when we leave. Oh our darn! House. Someone yeah. inviting you to a comedy show when, when you're outside. When asshole. Yeah, when you're outside and you go do something, you're probably not on the internet, and that's always good. Right. Especially now. Yeah, no. I definitely like find myself at my most tortured when I stay in my place for a long period yeah, of time. Yeah, mm -hmm. for sure. I think everybody does. There's pros and cons. Some of the best writing probably happens then, but uh, real quickly before we close on this, uh, are you jumping into political stuff like song-wise? 
No, I, I stay away from it. I only have one political joke, and it, and it worked three times, and I, it's already past its point. And then the joke was, um, I said, right the week of the march, I came out and I said, I don't know if you guys marched, if you didn't march, and some people would clap. I'm like, but an amazing comedic opportunity was missed by our president. Like, how awesome would it have been if he would have tweeted during the march, looking sexy girls, you know what I mean? Love to watch you strut. Because <laughs> like, that's not really about him or not, but yeah. it would have been amazing. Yeah. <laughs> so no, I, I, I don't do anything political. I don't think I ever will. I don't know enough about it. I, yeah, yeah you, I understand that. I, I mean, there's... I see the passion and the frustration and on social media, people I'm friends with, and it's like, yeah. hey, I don't even know if you're entirely sure about what it is you're talking about. Yeah, I and know. I'm, and I'm sure the 90 people who are responding have no idea. No, no. 90% of us, actually 99% of us react emotionally. Yeah. Uh, but sometimes with, with, with things, you know, there's some things that are just so, you know, cut and dry. Like, sure. Uh, like the woman who's, you know, who got nominated for the Secretary of yep. Education. It's like, you know, when you see her talk, you go, oh, I can get what you're about in 20 seconds because I'm a person and I pick yeah. up on behaviors and <laughs> tendencies and, and stupidness. And Well, she's and closed like every Michigan school. I mean, so it's like I get it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if there's like all these pictures of all these schools in Michigan. She's closed. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, she's bad news bears. All right. I'm, I say bad news bears. I say it a thousand percent. Wait a minute. <laughs> you're the best. All right. All right. Sing along, everybody. We will. Uh, we Feed will. the beast. Yeah, we will come up with some uh, some bad ideas. Are we gonna go around the room? Yeah. Sure. 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 We're all gonna sing along. Yeah. Today? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. You guys are the first podcast that's ever been able to get me to do this. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Popping cherries. All right. Um, okay. Everybody at home or wherever, this is the <laughs> chorus. You'll sing this. That's probably a bad idea. Alright. Right. Should, should we practice it once? Sure, yeah. Sure. Here we go. That's probably a bad idea. Alright. So we'll go around the room. I'll do a bad idea. Right. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, actually, why don't you start, Brad? Okay. Do you, do you have to sing it or just say it? Uh, sing it. Yeah. Whatever. Okay. Going hunting. With Dick Cheney That's probably a bad idea Getting really high And going to 7-Eleven With no money (laughs) That's probably a bad idea Norm? He said, being black every day. Oh, I'm not singing that. That's probably a bad idea. It's a mute point. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, Give us one, then we'll go back around. Okay. <laughs> Asking. Wait. Sorry. <laughs> I couldn't even think of one. So thrown by Norris. Yeah. So thrown by Blatant Norris. honesty. <laughs> Asking if it was pretty safe to say that Rosa Parks was undefeated at musical chairs. <laughs> That's probably a bad idea. Brad? Going to Africa, but forgetting a condom. That's probably a bad idea. Come on, back me up. <laughs> Buying tickets to a Hollow Notes concert, taking the girl you like. And singing along to every song 
But not knowing any of the words and telling her you know the words anyway. That's probably a bad idea. Norm? Norm? Any more racial yeah, well, fucking <laughs> stances you want to take? You got any more things that are going to start a march? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. All right. Brad, let's do one more. And All, right. Close it up. All right. All uh, right. Okay. Got one. Falling asleep next to Bill Cosby. <laughs> That's probably a bad idea. Yeah! Dude, that is fucking awesome. Unbelievable. Well, this is why all our listeners need to go see you live yeah, whenever you're on the road. Uh, that is just a taste. They'll, they'll sing, they'll laugh, and, uh, you know, bring your Dawson's Creek merchandise and, <laughs> yeah. ma- and maybe you'll sign it for them. I'm right. actually very bummed that I don't have a Pacey hoodie <laughs> or a Dawson. <laughs> Uh, duvet? Wig? I don't know. A Dawson Duvet? <laughs> is you're in a pinch, that a porn star? If you're in a pinch of Paula Cole CD, I'll do. <laughs> Wait, was she also featured on the show? Yeah, she had the I Don't Wanna Wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sarah McLaughlin. No, that was, that was a theme song. Dude, by mind, the way. Mind blown for Adam Ray. There's a game show right there. Yeah. McLaughlin or Cole. <laughs> it would only be right one time because didn't she only have one single? She had, yeah, she had that one and... No, she had a Where Did All the Cowboys Go? Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Again, don't act like you don't have that on your shuffle. Listen, (laughs) I have... I have a playlist on I my iPod. I don't want to wait till tomorrow for you yeah. to admit that you're a huge Paul Cole fan. I have oh, a playlist nice. on my iPod that uh, is said, if you're ever lonely next to a body of water, listen to this. And uh, yeah, wait, 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 wait. The lonely all joking, bodily- all joking aside, <laughs> is that for real? Because <laughs> I want a copy. Of that. <laughs> why? It's all. Why? It's all your old albums. Yeah. <laughs> Jay, you're the best. Yeah, thanks for, guys thanks for doing this. Thanks, buddy. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening to the About Last Night podcast with Brad Williams and Adam Ray. Boy, they're a lot of fun, huh? Why don't you subscribe on iTunes to this fucking podcast, give them a five-star rating so this midget and this Jew can feel good about themselves for a couple minutes. Also, get on your iPhone or Android and get the podcast app. You can also listen to it on Stitcher or aboutlastnightpodcast.com, where you can hear past episodes with great guests like Lisa Kudrow, Paul Feig, Kevin Nealon, Bob Saget, Dion Cole, Chris D'Elia, Adam Devine, Michael McDonald, Julia White, Bud Friedman, Steve-O, Harlan Williams, Tom Arnold, Ron Funches, Rick Glassman, Blake Anderson, Anders Holm, Jessime Peluso, Joey McIntyre, and many, many more. I'm Tony Danza. Thanks for listening to the About Last Night podcast. Good night. That's it, right? You got it? Sweet. Boy, it smells good in that booth, by the way. What kind of candle is that? Hanukkah Willow? (laughs) Nice.
Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.